So we were playing the Red Sox. The manager was my base coach when I stole 45 bags. And the guy that was pitching before was like a 98 mile an hour right-hander. That's hard to hit for a lot of guys. That's, right. that's not easy. So right before I come up to the plate, he pulls a lefty, just throwing like 90, 92. And I'm like, why would you do that? <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Pod County. I'm your host, Kyle Grantham. And on today's episode, we have got former Wilmington Blue Rock, Tyler Hill. Somewhat coincidentally, our 22nd episode, former Blue Rock number 22, Tyler Hill. Tyler is a former DMA baseball and football standout athlete. He was drafted in 2014 by the Boston Red Sox, where he joined their organization. After a stint with the Red Sox, he was brought over to the Detroit Tigers organization for a hot minute before he was traded then to the Yankees. And then out of affiliated baseball, he went to Winnipeg, played in the Independent American Association, before coming back and becoming a hero for the Blue Rocks in their 2019 Mills Cup run, uh, where in his half season with the Blue Rocks, he hit 400 and delivered a clutch game-winning walk-off hit that sent the Blue Rocks into the Mills Cup championship. Tyler, of course, then found himself out of baseball as the minor league season didn't happen in 2020, and then back in independent baseball after the reshuffling of the minor leagues in 2021. But he will be returning to affiliated baseball this spring and summer with the AA Hartford Yard Goats of the Colorado Rockies organization. So the dream's still alive. Tyler's still chasing the major leagues and now up to double A with Colorado. Uh, Tyler's still very involved here in the local community, coaching, uh, working with athletes as they also try to realize their dreams of professional sports. We get a wide ranging interview. We had a great time with Tyler, very laid back. So sit back, enjoy this interview with Tyler Hill. Another episode of Pod County. We got in the studio today, Newcastle County Communications Director Brian Cunningham is our guest host, and that's me, former DMA baseball star, and you know Wilmington Blue Rock and professional baseball player Tyler Hill. How you doing? Nice How's it going, nice man? To be here. Welcome. It's good to welcome. be here, man. Phil Tyler's Hill. dad, Phil Hill. So when I was little, I met Phil, Coach Phil, and he was a giant. He just looked like a giant <laughs> to me. Or, but you were just tiny. It was both. Yeah. He was a big dude, and he still is a big dude. Yeah. But I was like, I was in awe of this guy. I was in awe of a lot of these guys that, I, that my dad would hang out with, like him and this guy, Will Sheridan, who was another yeah. police officer who's, who uh, his son played at Villanova, played basketball. I looked, up to, looked up to that guy. I wanted to go to Villanova and play basketball because of Will. Because of Will. To honestly bump, yeah. Nah, that's yeah. awesome. And yep. his jersey is hanging in the... Pennsylvania Avenue Grotto's Pizza. You should get him on the show. <laughs> yeah, well, he's fashion, music, yeah, no, a little bit of yeah, he's all, he everything. Music. Yeah, is he no. New York? Like, do you talk to him? Do you uh, we in... follow each other on Instagram. Uh-huh. So, like, I, like one time I even reached out. I was like, look, dude, you're the reason why I wanted to play basketball at Villanova. Cool. And he was like, 
It's like wow. No, Who? Just like, <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> it's like that's just. Are you guys? A, you guys are. He's a little hey, older. You know what? Yeah, if, he's you, older. if you stick to your dreams, you might just make it, kid. Like, well, actually, I play professional baseball. Now. But yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. No, he's really nice though. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, maybe that's a way to you know just go to local grottos and look on the walls, <laughs> well, figure out who see, we have. I think who else is on that? Uh, Perillo, who's it? Jason, Jason Perillo played for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's on that I think wall. It's Justin. <laughs> Justin Perillo. Justin. Okay, he's so, on that wall. Brian Cunningham, local grottos <laughs> wall <expert>. stalker, <laughs> wall stalker. Oh no, you you got to go to the grottos down in Rehoboth, man. They got the best jerseys in there. <laughs> I don't think they have any jerseys no, down there, but that's where I met Ken Burns. <laughs> At the grotto, as a as a thirteen year old boy, I'm walking on the boardwalk, and I said, "Dad, that's that's Ken Burns." Why, goes, why does a thirteen year old boy know of yeah, BBS documentary? Yeah. I was just about to think that baseball like, had just come out, and I think the newsroom just did like a report on like the top twenty Delaware celebrities, and he happened to be one of them. Dude, Ken Burns is from Delaware. He he lived or worked or had a presence in Delaware for a long time, huh. and so I had I got a grotto's receipt. And they had the big receipts. So I have the most Delaware uh, autograph. It's Ken Burns on a Grotto's pizza receipt. It's a very Delaware. Fantastic. Did, um, <laughs> did Dave Grohl hold the box for Dave you? Dave Grohl did well, not no. hold the box. No. He was probably 17 at the uh, time. That's true. The time you were 13. Yeah, that makes sense. Probably vacationing in Still Rome in Rome Beach. Beach. Yes. Yeah, true. That's true. where his family always took him on vacation. That's fine. Supposedly. Okay. We're going to actually talk about you, I promise. That's it's cool. Gonna I'm here. I'm just hanging out, man. <laughs> see, this is what, see, you, a lot of times we do these, and it's me and Matt, and it's very serious and professional, and then Brian and I do it, and it's just a mess. <laughs> so, you. for everyone listening. Mess is my middle name. It's, uh, <laughs> it's actually Philip. Welcome back to the <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Mess, mess Hill. Uh, it's 32 degrees outside. It's cold. But we're, we're going to talk baseball. Yeah. Perfect. Because. Although you're a little used to baseball in 32 degrees because you played in Winnipeg. Yeah, so actually, every time I've played in Winnipeg, it's been like the middle of the summer. Yeah. So I've gotten lucky. So it's like 40 degrees. No, it's beautiful no, in the middle of the summer. I'm just <laughs> messing with you. It's not that cold. No, either. it's cold as heck in the winter, though. Yeah. I've, I mean, our clubhouse manager and stuff all live up there, and they're just like sending me Snapchats and pictures of like snow, like 12 feet high. <sighs> I'm, like, it up. I'm like, Jesus, Christmas. Yeah. So Sucks. Winnipeg has mountain. I'm not familiar. Is no, it a beach? It's, it's flat. the plains. It's flat. Plains. Yeah. It's right above uh, North Dakota. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. Four hours from Win- Winnipeg. That I've been. I've been to North Dakota. Yeah. Well, then you know. Yeah. It's when that's terrible. Winnipeg, basically, but Canada. But Canada. A little bit I, of A's. I know? lost a lot of money in the Indian casino within <laughs> in 15 Fargo? minutes of being in Fargo, North Dakota. That happens. Can yeah. you can you do a Central Canadian accent? Because it's very <laughs> distinct. <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! I'm not doing it. No, you're right, <laughs> no, I thought that was it. I thought that was an old. Oh, I, I, I started it, and then I was like, yeah. Ah, not doing it. Does it end with sorry? <laughs> most of the time, like 85 percent of the time. Let sorry, me tell you, sorry. I so I worked in Evansville, Indiana, for a time, and we had a uh, minor league hockey team, and there was a guy on that team. He was like 37 years old, like career minor leaguer. He played eight games in the NHL, but just like I'm gonna keep going, and he was like the second most points ever in minor league hockey big dude from northern saskatchewan i remember going to like doing an interview with him one time and this guy's like 6'3 220 all muscle and i'm expecting this dude well you know and he's like well you know we go out there we just want to play hockey man yeah. and i'm just like what is happening <laughs> yeah right now that's different. that voice just came out of that big dude it is different so all right it's 32 degrees but in a, in a less than a week 
You'll be somewhere a little warmer. Sunday. Yeah. Sunday, I head out. Well, Sunday, you I'll, go to. I'll be out in Scottsdale, Arizona. Yeah. Sorry, I, was, I drew a blank there for a second. So. Yeah. That's, yeah, don't get on the wrong plane. No, 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 no. we'll be fine. <laughs> I, I had to explain to my kids what the Cactus League was versus, versus what the Grapefruit League yeah. was, and they they didn't understand. So you you <laughs> let's let's back up a little bit. So Tyler, you were a star at DMA. I think that's safe to say. Yeah, you're pretty a good. You were, you were. Did you just right. play? Did you just play baseball, or did you no, multi sport uh, athlete? So actually, I uh, I was a three sport athlete at first. I was a basketball player, football player, baseball. I quit basketball my sophomore year. My dad started coaching. He was pissed, but I was like, <laughs> okay. So I I initially my freshman year I was catching for my friend, and the guy that was giving him lessons and stuff was an ex White Sox scout. And he was like, you got a good body. Look, you got a good frame. You're a freshman. You could get drafted at a high school. And I was like, nah. <laughs> I was like, that's ridiculous. That's like, they was like, what does that mean? Like, you get paid? I was like, you're like yeah, you could get paid. I was like, that's crazy, but uh, I'm going to do it. So after that, I just decided to quit basketball and just focus football and baseball. So after that, it's just kind of like tunnel vision. So your senior year, mm-hmm. you were drafted by the Red Sox. Yep, yep, correct. Yep. Yes. In yep. the 18th round. 19th. 19th round. Mm-hmm. Just calm down. <laughs> is is calm. baseball your favorite sport? Um, <laughs> I love football. I'm not going to lie. But, like, the beauty of, like, baseball and stuff, like, the, how everything works, you start falling in love with it. It's, sure. like, impossible not to. So I, lo- I do love baseball. I love coaching. I love playing. When you're done playing baseball, would you like play in a county flag football league? No, 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 no. Not, coming, not coming back. For <laughs> that. Once, once I'm done, I'm done. <laughs> I'll work out and stuff, but I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. You wouldn't. What about like Thanksgiving? Do you play like a Thanksgiving football game? Uh, we say we're gonna do it every year, and then you know, night before Thanksgiving, you guys go out and have a little fun. And it doesn't happen. So <laughs> everybody's waking up at eleven o'clock. Yeah, in the it's morning like ah, saying, yeah, you know what? I'll take a couple more hours. Uh, <laughs> we we miss the window, guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. So, so you get drafted by the Red Sox in the 19th round. And you were, at the time, you were committed to Wilmington University. Yep. yep. Did you have other offers to play in college? Uh, the only other offer I had that was serious was Towson. Okay. So they were going to give me, like, a quarter scholarship. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't really have any um, colleges come out and see me. I didn't have any offers, really. I just kind of had – I had more pro scouts in my games than I did colleges. Interesting. So uh, – I just didn't pay for any of the perfect game stuff, all that, all that crap, all that moneymaker crap, and I liked playing sports. So, like, in the summer, it was either me on a football field, basketball court, or playing baseball. And after I would hop out of my baseball game or, or football game, I'd be like, all right, it's time to go play football or it's time to go play baseball or, you know. It was just – I was always doing something. So you, were, you were doing it the old school way. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't – I didn't think of it how I think of it now. I was just thinking of it like I love playing this stuff. I want to keep playing. So, like – that's all. That's all I really thought about. Because you see a lot of guys who are getting, you know, picked now. They from the time they were ten years old. Yeah. Baseball is the only thing they've been doing. Yeah. And it's year round. Right. Right. And you were, you know, like they talk about the old school guys, the guys who, you know, all oh, these guys get hurt now because it's all they do is baseball, right? Yeah. And the old school, oh, we played everything, right? So you were, you were like, I just want to have fun. Yeah. No, that's what I was just honestly a little gifted, and then like in my like in the winters, that's where I would just be like in my basement always just doing something like I was looking up YouTube videos of how to be better pretty much like this was like the early stages of YouTube and stuff so I'm like just trying to find any kind of way that I can gain an advantage to you know my competition so I, somewhat I, self-taught yeah I, I, I mean like my 
because I'm not going to say my parents didn't know much anything about baseball. Cause my dad knew a little bit. He played softball and stuff. And uh, but they're they're basketball players. Mm-hmm. They're first. My both my parents are all staters. They're basketball players. So like, they as much as they wanted me to play basketball, I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna. This is what I got to do. I just I don't know. I just had a feeling. So and it know. worked. Yeah, it worked. You could go to college, but you decided I'm going to go to the pros. Yeah. How was how was that decision for you? Easy. Yeah. Easiest decision ever. Honestly, not no offense to the, you know Coach Aug and stuff. I love Brian. Brian was super supportive with everything, and uh, <laughs> he was he was su- he was super supportive with everything. But uh, it was it was just like he you was know. a little he wasn't a little annoyed. I mean, he like they they were <laughs> they knew like Brian, I just remember him saying like you're gonna get drafted. Like he was telling me himself that mm. you probably aren't gonna come here. Like these these teams want you. So uh, like I just kind of just made the decision because like one, I'm gonna be with the best you know trained players around the whole world, best trainers, best everything. Why would I pass up on that opportunity? Pretty much. Sure. Especially when you also get four years of college paid off anyway. Even if I did sign, so I was like, that, I feel like that's just a no-brainer. So I mean, that's why I was like, that's an easy decision. I was a Red Sox fan already, so I was like, dude, where the heck? Oh, you better, right? You I, how'd you anyway. become? A, how'd you become a Red Sox fan? Oh, uh, four World Series. That's yeah, it. that did it. That that literally did it. <laughs> to be honest with you, David Ortiz fan until I die. So happy you made the Hall of Fame, oh, man, but yeah. Barry Bonds, uh, like, come on. I love David Ortiz, but. I'm happy for him. All right, we can go there if you want. We can Bonds, go. We Bonds, can. come on. Bonds is a cheat code, and I understand the steroids and stuff. It's funny you say cheat code. <laughs> yeah, but it's funny Point you lower. describe it that way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so your your affection to 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 Ortiz. Yeah, I'm t- probably 13, 14 years older than you. Mm-hmm. So my favorite player growing up was Mark McGuire. Okay. Yeah, I loved watching Mark and, McGuire and Barry time. Bonds. We'd go. Probably four or five winters, we'd go to Bradenton and watch the Pirates three or four or five games. Then we'd go over to the White Sox and watch some of the games over there. And you could say, well, I'm going back to Barry. You could take his numbers pre-steroid era and it's still put him in the exactly. hall. Exactly. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Sure. That's how I've Nobody rationalized understands it. how crazy his stats are until you actually play professional baseball. And, like, I don't know. It's just unreal to watch some of the stuff he does. So I've had, you know, I've had a hard time kind of getting there with because you know for me it's like you know anyone used it forget about it right that was kind of where i was at first but then you really think about it, it was like a 20 year era right of the game that the league knew it was happening yeah and they let it happen because money right money, fans chicks dig the long ball chicks dig the pitchers, long ball. pitchers took it too right yeah, so everybody did the, it the field just, was pretty right i do not condone steroids whatsoever Thank just you. want to make that clear yeah, 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 yeah. but the era at the time everybody like it wasn't illegal at the time so yeah. like how would you know well it was it was as illegal as you know marijuana is federally but right. colorado legalized it and you don't see the feds rolling into exactly. colorado right exactly yeah so i think you know somebody uh, megan montemoro used to write for the journal as a phillies writer she she made a good point when she put her ballot out this year that for those guys who were doing it in the era where major league baseball knew it was happening turned a blind eye to it because they were making money I don't know that I can hold that against them. Right. Because it was like the dirty secret everybody knew about. But guys who were doing it after the fact, when the congressional hearings happened and the crackdown happened, and it was straight up, we're testing everybody all the time, those guys knew better. 
and I'm not going to go for them. And I thought that was an interesting way to rationalize because she voted for Bonds, but not Manny Ramirez. Right. And I and and that to me was interesting mm-hmm. that you, Ramirez is a guy who, I mean, statistically, I would think belongs in the hall, personality wise belongs yeah. in the hall. But as a Red Sox fan, I'm sure you believe yeah, belongs I mean, in the hall. I'm going to fight for Red Sox. Yeah, always. So um, I like I like it's like Poppy himself, like Ortiz. He got popped for steroids. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Don't yeah, quote me I mean on that. that. Well, that that's a that's a, a controversy because he says it that test was not valid, and there are people in the media who defend him and agree. Right. So, but that's the thing. The media loves him. So, yeah, that, that was the difference maker. And as a as a Rafael Palmero fan, uh, yeah. you know, I I I want to believe him when he says Miguel Tejada gave him bad vitamins. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> probably <laughs> yeah, we'll probably that. didn't happen, <laughs> but vitamins. I want to believe it. Bad Bad so you, you have Megan, who's voting, and, and she, I think what we've, we've read dozens of articles that the, the baseball writers and the voting is inherently flawed sure. anyway. So you have personal relationships, a lot of these writers covering these teams in the Bonds era, McGuire era. I, I believe some of these people are taking grudges with them exactly. to like how Barry treated them or how he acted to them or... or you know, we have McGuire. Now he's coaching. He's he's gotten warmer and fuzzier. Bit of imagery have, yeah, yeah. And but then you're getting younger people who didn't have to cover them on a daily basis, who may or may not have made these writers' lives very difficult right. for them to do their job. Sure. Some athletes understand that a reporter's job is. I have a job. You have a job. Right. Let's get the right. job done together. And I mean, some we're are like, that. "You're we're here to you're you're here to make me look bad." I didn't like what you wrote about mm-hmm. me. I've been in the locker room in between. Yeah. I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's why you have those short little statements. Just yeah, you know. Yeah. Happy to be here. Happy, happy to help the team yeah. in any way possible. Yeah, you know, we're just gonna take it one inning at a time, <laughs> yeah. and uh, you know, really put the team together. Right. You keep the clubhouse in the clubhouse. You keep that stuff out there. It's just that's sure. just how it is. I mean. Like I said, you understand that they have a job, you have a job, but at the same time, it's like, you know, it's tough. But if somebody's mature enough to understand it, it's, it makes sense. So. What's your What's your go-to? Uh, like, have you seen Bull Durham, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what's your go-to, you know, where they're on the bus, Kevin Costner's describing the, like, ten lines you got to have ready. <laughs> yeah. right? What's your What's your go-to? Um, I, don't, I don't It just depends the question because, like, I, I can't, like, tell you until you ask me the question. Sure. And then it's just like, boom. Hey, gritty, gritty game out there. You guys really pulled it out at the end. What did it feel like? Oh, no, it felt great. I'm just, I'm just out here just trying to help a team win and, you know, do what I can. <laughs> do what I can to make sure that we leave the field, you know, happy. So I love they, it. They, I love uh, it. Uh, if you stuck around the Super Bowl on Sunday for the – who's in the Cincinnati? Zach, uh, Zach Taylor Z- interview. Z- it was like, walk us through – the exact offense I did say I of, did, yeah. of your team's failure the last three minutes. Tell us what happened there. I'd be like, wait, are you talking about the last drive? Yeah, let's let's rehash that. Like right now. How do you like one minute after like, it just happened? No, nobody wants no reporter wants that job of interviewing yeah. the losing coach. Like going into the losing locker room sucks to get quotes. It sucks. And like I don't want to be there. So I know these guys don't right, want me there. Right. So I know it's going to be an uncomfortable situation. But that's – I sat through from 2001 to 2003 probably about 90 Andy Reid press conferences. So Brian used to be, for those who don't know, the Eagles PR guy. And 
flex. Times yours. Big flex. Uh, Big flex. And no, it was Subtle not. <laughs> I see all these Super Bowl rings I yeah. had to show for it. Whoa. <laughs> that clanking around? That's I, was like, rings. I was about 10, 12 years too late. And, uh, you know, Tyler's got one more ring than I have. And in coaching my basketball team, the joke was, Eddie would always say after a loss, I need to, it starts with the coaches, I need to put my players in a better position to win the game. So, like, anytime when I'm even coaching, like, little basketball, I'm like, it's on me. We didn't put you in a better position to win the game. So that's what he always said publicly, right? He took the blame. Behind the locker room doors, in those position meeting rooms, I'm sure there was a lot of individual blame to go around. All right. So anyway, uh, we've now been on a rant for ten minutes. Let's let's bring it back again. So you get drafted by the Red Sox. Yeah. Yes. So you're 18, ni- 18, 19? 18, 18, and uh, you're now on your own, right? Yeah. Yeah. And going to Florida. What's that first minor league camp like? I mean, uh, well, I fr- I got there like three weeks after the draft, I believe. So. You oh, know, that's true. That's right. You yeah, get drafted so you, in the summer, and yeah. so you're going. You go in in the rookie ball, yeah. and play. And I actually tore my hamstring like two games in. Oh, jeez. So that sucked. But <laughs> at the same time, it, surprisingly, it, it kind of was good for me because it was overwhelming. Like to be honest, we had never lived on my own before. You know, never really been out of Delaware before. So like, I'm seeing all this different stuff. Everything's happening. And I'm like. First off, I see Michael Chavis take a take BP on the field for the first time. I'm like, I'm never playing. <laughs> I'm, I'm never playing. This guy's hands are so fast. And then I got Raphael Devers on deck too, and I'm like, dude, what's going on right now? Like this kid's 16, absolutely hitting opposite field bombs over the monster. And I'm like, just smacking balls around, you know, doing what I can do. I'm just happy to be here. Guys. Yeah, I was literally, I was so happy to just be there. To be honest with you, you start picking guys' brains, guys that were, you know highly touted prospects and their stories and I'm like dude I'm just I just kind of got lucky to be honest with you I worked hard got lucky talked to the right people and I'm an athlete that was kind of the advantage I had on everybody so I tore my hamstring ended up watching the entire season pretty much charting and stuff but I was learning every single day which was awesome so I got to learn people's routines learn how to go about as a pro so even though it did suck it kind of set me up for the next year and I thought I had a pretty decent year for a new guy at like maybe like 255 that following what do you, year. What do you do after your season? Do you come home and sit in Wilmington in the winter? and? Uh, sometimes, unfortunately. Wish it was February, <laughs> April, February, March. Well, and... actually, that first off season, I got a job at Annie Ann's Pretzels. Uh, nice. I worked there for three weeks and I quit. Because you were like, I'm just eating nothing but pretzels. This, this is, is terrible. Were just... you eating a lot of the pretzels? No, I wasn't. I, I hated them. I hated them. Oh, really? It was just all butter. Literally, we would just melt a tub of butter. <laughs> <laughs> sit it in a, in a warmer. I just hated leaving smelling like butter. Uh-huh. And then you dip the pretzel in the butter and, f- and give it to the people. And sometimes you'd have that person that would come in and be like, can you dip it again in the butter? <laughs> and, and I was just like, Can I get extra butter with my butter? I'm like, do, like, do you know he dipped it already? And he was like, yeah, I know. I'm, like, <laughs> can you leave it? Uh, I'm calling ahead. Can you let my butter? Can you let my butter? Let sit it just in the marinate. Yes. Let it marinate in the butter. Do you want me to call yeah. a cardiologist for you get, before you bite? Can that? I get a side of pretzel with my butter? <laughs> so that was my brief stint at Annie Anne's. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but now, nah, I mean, usually my winters are just me, like just locking in. Like I don't, I don't really don't have friends in the winter because I just kind of just 
I, I train my, my butt off. Yeah, well, <laughs> we'll, we'll add that. And do you, um, <laughs> you said he trains for baseball. Yeah. Did you, train like, for do, ball. Do trains your, is baseball. Do your parents like having you around, or are they sick and tired of you by the end of the offseason? No, uh, they do. Are they, they like, like, are you going to do your laundry, or are you going to cook <laughs> dinner for us? You're eating a lot of food now. Like, I can do. you move out? And I do. You're eating us uh, out of house. And That's actually what my mom said the other day. She was like, who's going to eat all the food now? I'm like, I Did know. Phil I raise his my, hand? Yeah, no, no, <laughs> well, if no. you need me to. Yeah, nah. But, uh, yeah, no, usually my off seasons are just strictly training or, you know, I'm coaching guys and stuff. It's a lot of work. But, you know, I, I have a tunnel. I have a vision and I just want to keep going. So you get hurt. The following season was my first, basically, season. That you got to play. That I got to play. So I hit, like, 260 or so in rookie ball. Got a promotion. Is that in Sarasota? It's in Fort Myers. Fort Myers. So, yeah, I got a promotion. Did well up in Lowell for really briefly. Next year, started in Lowell. Won the MVP of the league. Hit, like, 340 that year. Following year, go to Greenville. Hit, like, 280. Stole, like, 45 bags. Won a championship. Whatevs. Stole, like, 45 bases. Whatevs. Yeah. Yeah, There's Ricky Henderson here. Did you have to give them back? Nah, nah. Well, I, keep I have them in my room. My my dad, it's in my up. dad's office. Actually, like a sold storage container, yeah, of stolen yeah. bags, just all all bases. It's yeah. weird, but you know, <laughs> I know what it's for. But yeah, next season, then I go to Salem again. Hit like two sixty, pretty average year. Hit stole thirty, and then Rule Five drafted by the Tigers initially. There we go. And then yeah, now we're now we're catching on speed. So I was really excited because I was like, I could I could scoot up pretty quickly here. And then literally 30 minutes later, the Yankees call her like, yeah, we just we just got you in a trade from You're the like, Tigers. You're like, what is happening and right now? And I was like, uh, <laughs> wasn't too happy about that. But, you know, it is business. But it is what it is. I was I was excited initially just because, like, oh, they, they went out of their way to trade for me. They must like me. I get there to spring training. Don't get in that bat maybe three weeks into spring training. And I'm like, see where this is going. Uh, I really see where this is going. So they put me back in high A. I was playing every fourth day, maybe three three days or so, in the eight hole. I was still like second on the team in RBIs. Released me at the half. Go to Winnipeg for like a month and a half. Hit 390, and then the Royals signed me. Hit 400 with them. So how do you how do you you're sitting in Winnipeg mm-hmm. and what is that the Can Am League American Association American Yep. Relative obscurity, right? It, you're out in nowhere. Independent who, ball. Who is like? Is your agent working the phones for you, trying to get you back home in, into affiliated ball? Are you emailing to. some people? Are you reaching out? Like, wh- I was just playing. Uh, my agent at the time was supposed to be doing that. I'm not. I mean, I don't, I'm not with him anymore. Mm-hmm. So I have a new agent right now. My agent right now is actually me and Troy Reader have the same agents right okay. now. So it's it's pretty cool. It's working out for Troy. Yeah, <laughs> literally. I, I, I don't think his agent had much to do with the <laughs> Super Bowl win, but okay, sure. Nah, I'm nah. sure. An, I'm sure an agent would jump up and take credit for that. Yeah, nah, sure. nah, my agent now he really helped me out a lot though. I mean, uh, it's been a tough winter just because I had no idea where I was going to be pretty much. But uh, you know. He fought hard for me, so I appreciate him. So eventually, I got a call from uh, JJ Piccolo. Piccolo, yeah, yeah, yeah from the from the Royals. He was like, "Yeah, you want to come back and play in Wilmington?" He didn't even know I was playing, so that's yeah. So that's why I don't have that agent anymore. He didn't even Google. Nice. He should have just Googled you. That's that's what I, I told. <laughs> I, like he was like, "Are you in Wilmington?" I'm like. Nah. Bro, I'm, it's going to cost me $600 again. They're like, oh. <laughs> um, Do you know what flights from Winnipeg <laughs> like, are? Ah, never mind. Did you, <laughs> dri- did you drive or did you? No, no, they flew me. They, they flew, flew me okay. back. So that's what, uh, yeah. No, they, they end up signing me. And then 
Was that a big day for you? Was that kind of was that a pretty cool experience? Like telling your family and friends that you're yeah. gonna get to come home and play in front of them. Yeah, no, it was it was really awesome. I, I didn't really put it into perspective because I was just kind of rolling through. Like I was just I I was in a good zone. Didn't really care about much. Just kind of just kept my routine and didn't really focus on the outer outer world pretty much. So when I got the call, I was like, ah, cool. And then pretty much next thing you know, I'm on a flight back home the next day. And then, well, not back home, Myrtle Beach. Right. Then that first game, we played Myrtle Beach and hit a home run with them. Had a good opening. No, no big deal. That's and a good. Kinda, that's, that's why you gain friends it's on just, your team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're new, this is this is a tip for any people that are new in school or on a team. Your first come, day. Come in and do something impressive like hit a home run. Yeah. Throw recite, a 75-yard touchdown. Recite pie 34 Whatever. places. It's Maybe easy. don't do that. <laughs> you, now, if it's your first day in the math club. Do do that. Do the yeah. pie thing. Do do the pie thing. Normal or, setting, I don't think that <laughs> Or bring a pie. Like it first, like bring first a pie. date. Bring a pie. I'll don't like do it on a first pie. date. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler said pie. Yeah. Pie. Yeah. No, bring a pie. Now oh, I'm bring about pie. a pie. Now I'm sure. thinking about pie. First day of school, bring an actual pie with you. Pizza or otherwise. Pizza. I'm not a tomato pie guy. You're not. You're not a tomato nah, pie It's guy. okay, but like, it's just a weird the texture. texture. Yeah, right. Exactly. Serpies is always pushing it. Yeah. And it's like, there's uh, some quick, good ones up in Delco. Quick, quick digression into pizza, deep, deep dish or or New York style. Like, what's your preferred? New York, New York hands like, down. Yeah, what's hands that? Down. The thin, the thin, yeah, yeah. The, the good one. So I'm I starting to get old with the deep dish. It's a lot of lot of bread. Yeah, it's a lot, it's a lot, of, bread. lot of bread. It's a lot of bread. A lot of bread. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it back. Gonna say oh grottos. Grottos. Here comes Grottos. Here pizza comes Grottos again. I knew where <laughs> I was going. Pizza, pizza. In one of these commercials, had like a it looked like a dresser. Of drawers of pizza, but in one drawer was like a pizza, and one drawer was breadsticks, and in one drawer was like a brownie pie. Are you just referring to how Pizza Hut like packs their family <laughs> dinner thing now? In a dresser drawer? In dresser drawers, yes. It kind of looks like a toolbox. It does. <laughs> it's pizza like a toolbox. Craftsman it's an Italian uh, metal. Toolbox. It's the Italian toolbox. <laughs> Dude, why are they not marketing it that way? You know pizza Hut saved my life. Put that in my notes Call. right now. Yeah. The Italian toolbox. <laughs> Me and my buddy Josh Akami, he actually just got signed by the Phillies. Uh-huh. He's a Philly guy, so I'm super happy for him yeah. there. Our thing when we were at the Red Sox, we would always go to Golden Corral. That was our <laughs> that was our guilty pleasure. Th- these minor league players don't get paid a living wage. It is true. Not even close. Not not even, <laughs> yeah, well, that is true. That's a big. I mean, that's part of the issue. In uh, I mean, gra- granted, you guys aren't represented by the MLBPA, yeah. but I mean, they do advocate on a number of things like the draft yeah. and number of rounds in the draft, and now the new thing that came out was the number of designated players. Major League Baseball wants to shrink how many players that they can have. And, yeah. Yeah, I was part of that shrinkage last... Well, that's... <laughs> I was part of that shrinkage. We were going to talk about shrinkage uh, after the the Mills Cup. Mills yes. Cup. So you show up in Wilmington and yep. just When start is this? July, August? Launching August. bombs, right? Mm-hmm. Just, hey, I'm here, boom, home run. And I'm sure at that point the Blue Rocks are like, "What a great phone call yeah, we made!" Yeah. Did yeah. you did you replace someone due to injury, or did you displace someone? Well, who was... they had like uh, Suli Mat- Matias. You remember him at all? Oh, uh, did he get called Sui, up? Big. He's got a he's got a freaking cannon. Mm-hmm. He's a freak. I'm pretty sure he got hurt, so they needed a guy out there. Mm-hmm. So that could I don't know exactly but well, and this that's is, what it seemed like this is right after the draft uh with when August. The, yeah not long after right so there's yeah, a lot yeah. of roster shuffling yeah yeah in the middle of the summer anyway usually august is like the shuffle time yeah. august and like may 
that's where things happen. So, so you've come in and uh, immediately they're rewarded for for that move. But the but the Blue Rocks are also in like their first legitimate title run. Mm-hmm. You had a pretty good run. Mm-hmm. Your your stats were pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. I'll let you recount your stats if you'd <laughs> like to impress people with how good he it was. Uh, he's not a stat rat. He doesn't keep. He's I don't just trying know to help the exact numbers. Win. Yeah, exactly. Right there, there, there you go. Me. Uh, didn't you hit like four hundred in the tournament? Uh, the season. Yeah, the season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the, tournament. Tur- the tournament. I don't. I don't know what what I hit there, but. It was pretty good. A lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hit a lot. I hit a lot. We had one hit that mattered. I'm a, I'm, yeah. I mean, that was a big hit right there. But I knew I was going to hit that one. Did I, you? I, I, I 100% knew. This is, actually, the, this is walk-off. Yeah. So we were playing the Red Sox. The manager was my base coach when I stole 45 bags. I, I knew him. I knew a lot of guys on that team. And the guy come, that was pitching before was like a 98-mile-an-hour right-hander. That's hard to hit for a lot of guys. That's, right. that's not easy. So right before I come up to the plate, he pulls a lefty, just throwing like 90, 92. And I'm like, why would you do that? <laughs> you saw me for a whole season, man. Like, you know what Clearly I Clearly wasn't paying attention. No. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. And Clearly I'm, was checking his uh, online stock portfolio at, at first base. <laughs> probably. I don't know. But I, I was like, this is going to happen right here. So that, that was it. And I wasn't really having a good game that game, to be honest with you. But I I was like, this is going to happen. Is there a better feeling than, like, walking up to the plate and just, yes? Yeah, it's the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the best. And then when you deliver on it. Yeah, it's it's just like, I don't know, just icing on the cake, I guess. Yeah. Or the pie. So, so that's the walk-off championship hit. Blue Rocks are Mills Cups champs. You're riding high. Everything's great. And then a couple months later, there's no minor league no. baseball season because we're in a global pandemic. Right. Yeah, no, it was uh, – it was weird because, like, I mean, spring training is tough on your body on its own because you're just doing a lot of early work. It's a lot of moving around. you got to be on top of meetings and stuff. And then when they shut the – like, we we knew that there, about COVID, but we had no idea what COVID was exactly. So, like, we heard COVID, we're like, eh, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Sure, as, as yeah. I think a lot of people right, were. Right, at the time. And so, like, they're like, oh, we're, you guys aren't allowed to come to the facility for, like, a couple of days. And everybody's like – Let's go. Get a couple of days off. We're fired <laughs> up. Chill. Chilling. You know, it moves to a, a week and then two weeks. And we're like, all right, this is not funny no more. Let's let's get it going. And then next thing you know, camp's canceled. I stay out in Arizona for like three, maybe two, three months. Just chill out there. They were still paying us. It was, it was nice. So um, what do you do in, like, in Arizona? I go, you can't go you to one, the gym. I'll give you one guess. <laughs> I'll give you one guess for this one. Uh Video games. Nah, but that was that's a, that's up because the movies you could oh streaming, golf. Okay, so yeah, the golf courses yeah. were because some of the golf courses around here were closed. No, they some were of all them were open not in, not intermittently. In right, it, you would kill the state. It was really weird for them because COVID never happened in Arizona, yeah. as far as Arizona's concerned. <laughs> that's what my parents they they were like, don't even come back. Everything shut don't, down. Don't come they, back. That's what they said. I was like. All right, cool. But, but don't, you don't love me? I, <laughs> I kind of want to see. No, like, no, 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 no. We love yeah. you, but no. Yeah, you're nah. in Arizona. You stay there. Now. Right. You're yeah. property of the state of Arizona now. Yeah, so. so, I mean, like, that's rough. You don't get to play golf or uh, play baseball, but at least you get to play some good golf. Yeah, I taught myself how to play golf, so that was cool. Did you get good? Yeah. Um, I won't say good. Right. Did <laughs> Good's you, not the word. Serviceable? Adequate. <laughs> I was adequate. So I went out there. I was, every day I was playing golf at, like, 6 a.m., just like golf and come back home and play video games, you know, get a little get a little work in because I had right. a couple of roommates who they were with the Mariners at the time, so we would go out and do something, chilling, waiting until we heard something, but nothing, 
it was nothing. And then at some point, it's just decided like, there's no minor leagues. Yeah, so then by the time I realized it might have been like June, maybe, I moved back home. And then I started give, doing my lessons and training guys and again all summer. So like, that's where I really found out that I really loved doing, uh, doing that. So that's a, also a positive coming out of that as well. The coaching and training aspect yeah, of it. Yeah, so it was good. But, you know, everything happens for a reason. Well, the good news is, you know, for for the 2021 season, you know, they figured it out. We're going to we're going to figure out how to have a minor league baseball season. And oh no, we've completely contracted the minor leagues now and yep. there are teams that don't exist and players are losing their jobs and right. new league names yeah. and players yeah. who would have not played in that league are playing in that league and Yeah. So, I would imagine for you and and hundreds of other guys in the minors that like you've gone from the highest point your team has won the championship mm-hmm. to no season and now no home right how and how does that how does that shake out for you like what's your plan at this point well i was um i was like really sold on i was like i just came off hitting 400 like there's no way i don't get picked up but i didn't they didn't resign me so that happened, and I was like, you know what? I was really ready to quit. I was like, I'm ready to just. You didn't call J- JJ back and be like, yo. <laughs> nah, it doesn't work like that. And and if you're not in that designated player list, they're yeah. just going to say, okay. Yeah, if you're not their investment, it's. <laughs> Thanks, sir. Even though <laughs> you just raked, right? Even though <laughs> Even you just though raked. I just. You should probably be playing it. double A. Yeah, so, you know. Business. But speaking of double A. But speaking of double A. That's where you're That's anticipated where to be headed. Yep. Yep. And so, so, so 2021 is another lost campaign. Yep. But here you are. It's 2022, and you are on Sunday, packing up, heading out as a new member of the Rockies. Yeah, I'm gonna let you say because uh, it's your <laughs> news. Yeah. No. It's, yeah. I'll be. Uh, I'll head out this Arizona Sunday for uh, spring training. The the miners have everything on schedule so far so uh yeah we start the fourth and i'm going out there like maybe a week and a half earlier so just so i can just get acquainted with people you know get my feet wet a little bit do they Um, assign you with roommates or do you can you figure out who your roommates are gonna i don't know i don't know why i worry about that like that's (laughs) (laughs) what if you don't like your roommate are you gonna eat enough what if your teachers are mad at you? where are you gonna do laundry (laughs) at tyler (laughs) no No, um, don't go outside without a coat, but it's Arizona, it's 98 degrees. (laughs) I put more Uber credits on your account for you. That would be nice. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? We'll put ten dollars each on on Tyler's Uber. (laughs) You'll take it. You you guys have no idea how big that would be. No, I have have a friend of mine who interned for for the world champion Super Bowl Rams, and when she left, like we'd put we all put like Venmo money in her account, yeah. It's great. Yeah. yeah. You never know. Yeah. It's an Go investment. Yeah. You know, she's hanging out with Prince Harry. <laughs> now she's got pictures of Prince Harry in the locker room. Go figure. <laughs> so you're heading to the Rockies. That's awesome. Man. Yeah, man. I'm uh, I'm excited. I'm glad they gave me a shot. So I'm just going to show them what I can do. And, you know, there was a what I do. There was a time when I worked in Casper, Wyoming, uh, the Rockies. It was their rookie or their low-A affiliate was in Casper. They were the Casper Ghosts. No way. Really. Yeah, they were. It was fantastic. And then that team was dissolved, and now it's like Rock Sp- the Rock Springs something or other. Better than the sewer rats. Better? <laughs> or the pizza rats. What is the, the one? Well, there's something also the like trash that. pandas. Trash pandas. Yeah. Yard goats. What are you doing? I'm looking up what is a yard goat. Uh, are you? Is that yes. what your team? That's what the team is. The yard goats. The yard, Hartford yard goats. Yeah. Hartford? Yeah. Like Hartford, Connecticut? Yep. Yep. The Rockies are in Hartford, Connecticut. After realignment, 
They're double A team. No, they've always been there. Actually, that's where their double A's been for. But a while. But that they didn't move it closer like everyone else did. Nah, brand new stadium. Well, there you go. Brand yeah. new stadium. There that works. Is. Yep. So you'll have some nice amenities. You'll be playing you yeah, know, the first nice. couple months of the season in the in snow, thirty-eight degree yeah, weather. Yeah, you know, perfect northeast. Baby oil. Baseball. I mean, it's Baby just oil like and Vaseline yeah, you stay warm. Is that it? Is, is it really? Baby? Yeah. It doesn't cool Baby you down. Nah, it, it like layers Coach your skin, you. huh? So you don't get the wind on you. So you go Vaseline or uh, baby oil first, and then Vaseline. Immediately over top. buys baby oil and Vaseline. Okay. Yeah. So okay. if you ever if you're ever like out in the cold or like you don't have a face mask or nothing, yeah, Vaseline all over. If I l- listen, I, I don't I, kills the wind. We we do, we do we do pro not tip. take any. That's how long I've been playing. Medical <laughs> liability tip. for anyone who gets frostbite from doing this. But I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm gonna try. It. I'm gonna do it right now. Yeah. I'm gonna I'll grease my face up and Field stand trip. out there and win. Field trip. But pitchers can't do that. No, <laughs> they can't no. slather Vaseline yeah. all over. If you are a pitcher, you will get thrown out of the they game. They still do it. They you, still do it. Don't let them fool you. <laughs> Don't let them fool you. Where have you seen the uh, like the deep dive investigations on the different things you can put on your hands and? Mm-mm. So they didn't have that in American Association. So they yeah. American Association what, the wild slather West. on whatever yeah. you want. Oh, honestly, I don't KFC care. KFC bucket. Do they're rubbing. Don't hit me though. <laughs> don't, just, just don't, don't hit me. Well, right. So Pull whatever you want on your fingers, don't hit me because you're gonna throw a strike and I'm gonna hit it. Doesn't matter. Yeah. That's yeah. my that's my philosophy. People do you like not it. like being hit by pitches? <laughs> it's just like don't hit me. I'm is like water wet. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> you don't enjoy getting plunked like Chase Utley. I think oh, did I he almost set like the major league record for being hit. Like I felt like he would just lean into pitches. Yeah, yeah. like curveballs. I got 97 he, to the head. Ow! It was at the Blue Rocks too. I, that's not fun. I, yeah, I, uh, it was against the Red Sox. Righty Thad Ward. He throws 97 with a lot of run. Let one go a little bit. Boom, clip me. Got like six stitches. The good news is you it remember it. You yeah, remember no, all No, of I it. actually got lucky because I actually got hit, fell down, hopped up, getting ready to go run to first base. And yeah, like, our manager was no. like, get on the ground. <laughs> I was like, why? Manager's like, looked, you're running to third. <laughs> turn around. <laughs> and that's why I looked on the ground, and I'm like, oh, there's a lot of blood here. And I was like, all right, I should get down. <laughs> and I just got down, and I got five stitches back in the lineup two days. Like you're in the box and the ball leaves the guy's hand and you probably know it's coming right to your head the minute it leaves its hand, right? That's mm, you have to or else you're gone. Well, That's where it gets tricky because then you got the guys with those high release points, yeah. high release points, eighty-seven mile hour sliders. And then you look even worse when yeah. you're bailing out. But that's where a hitter will understand that that catcher sees you bail out, so you're just like, ah, it's coming back again. It's time yep. for double. Right. Double. Yeah. You only have what one point three seconds to react to any I given pitch. Know. And they think it's it's something <laughs> it's that long. Something stu- quick. Something stupidly quick. Yeah. Yeah. And you and you play two day, two games later. Yeah. With some butterfly stitches or yeah, like little stitches. Some stitches. It'd be good. Just looking hardcore. It just, it just tattoos sucks with sleeping. better stories. That's it. Just uh, suck sleeping. That's all. Yeah. Did you can were you concussed from that at no, all? No, no, I got lucky. I, all it did was just uh, the helmet snapped down and just gashed me. The helmet's so, what got yeah, you. Yeah, the helmet was. So yeah. do they? Do you jump in somebody's car in the clubby's car to go to Christiana Hospital? And well, that's <laughs> where the luxury of being from Wilmington <laughs> right. came into play because my dad is actually a constable, like head of constables right. at the hospitals. Right, right, right. So yeah, we just pretty much went to Christiana. That was easy enough. Yeah, your, your dad just put you in the car and drove you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But if you were in another town, it would be another yeah, another be, dad probably because in, well, in minor league baseball, it's they're mo- it's a mom and pop operation. Yeah. Even though you're owned by a big league club, yeah, players looks, are still staying in the neighborhood, like mom and dad's house, right, like right. in a billet. 
Sponsor family. Yeah. Sponsor, yeah, yeah, yeah. Host family. In, sponsor yeah, family. in Canada, they're billet families. They call them billet. Is that a, really? Yeah. Is that a thing? Mm-hmm. I, hockey, don't, yeah. I don't know. No, I'll listen, listen. I haven't heard listen. that one. Did, are you sure you played in Canada? I did. I'm just messing with A couple with. times. He's probably like, I'm too old to stay in random people's houses. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to get my own apartment. It's true. <laughs> That's splurge. True. You start hearing that age where you're like, oh, I wouldn't want a just random 25-year-old just hanging around. I mean, it doesn't matter. I don't know. Hide in the basement. Like, come on. Like, I'll go live on my own. It's no biggie. But I actually stay with a couple of cool host families. Like when I was with the Yankees, a friend of my dad's lived down in Clearwater. So that's mm-hmm. who I lived with. I lived with him, his wife, and his son. And he was a, a professional golfer too. So I've got some clubs from him. That was big time. You're a professional golfer Craig. too? Are you, wait, Not he, even close. He, no, no, no. no he's no. a professional he, golfer too. He was too. a professional <laughs> golfer. Oh, okay. So I was living with them. They're like second family to me. So they're awesome. They're good people. So cool. just stay in touch with those people. That's so, great. Yeah, no. Good stuff. You get some you get some cool stories with some cool host families, but you've I've heard some nightmares so as well. Like somebody said they wouldn't let <laughs> they wouldn't let them go into the living room before or after ten o'clock at night or something like that. Something something absolutely we ridiculous. Only drink Dr. Pepper. That's what <laughs> just like just like absolutely ridiculous like stories. I'm like, yeah, that ain't working for me, buddy. Yeah. So yeah. Do those families get Something from the league to do I that? No I have no clue. I'm, I'm, you kinda they have probably to. so they're probably paying ago. the families more than they are the players. No, probably. I don't think they pay. I know it does I know in, in Wilmington when they had that, they didn't pay. Your benefit was like you, you you had to feed them when they wanted food and it was basically your adopted kid for the summer. Mm-hmm. And it was I think it was more like a, like a clout thing, like oh, I got a I got a Blue Rock player yeah. standing in my house, and now I can teach my kid baseball whenever I feel like it. <laughs> I tell him to. Meanwhile, I'm like, I just want to go to bed, <laughs> man. No, let me sleep. I don't want to talk about the game, but yeah. thank you for yeah. the opportunity. I know, like you know, the player sometimes has to like do it. Like, yeah, I mean, all right, nice. I'll sit here and talk, and and you know, like you said, there could be good situations where they become like second set of parents to yeah. you and give you the ride to the airport or that you borrow their car to go to the mall yeah. and uh, to the movies and whatever. So. Uh, anyway. All right. Well, cool. So you're going, <laughs> so you're going to go play minor league baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Cool thing is it's in cool the Northeast segue. area. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I'll yeah. play Reading and stuff. And uh, You play Bowie? Are they in? Bowie, yeah. yeah. All, All right. Bowie as well. All right. All your parent, you're like, did your family and friends still come to games or are they just, oh, like, they will. they've seen you play too many? Like, no, yeah. We'll follow I mean, you online. It depends how close, to be honest with you. Like, it was great in Wilmington, so, like, a lot of the, a lot of my family that weren't able to see me play got to see me play, so that was the best part, I'd say. But, uh, yeah, it just depends how far. You guys come tomorrow night? I don't, I, don't yeah, hold no. it. I don't hold it against them. It's like, <laughs> right. you know, do whatever you got to do. It's not a big deal. You can watch it on TV if you want, but. You know. It's true. Double A games would be getting TV coverage in a lot of those. Markets. Yeah, every once in a while, you get, was Har- I think Harrisburg Senators at one mm. point were we'll in that. Them. Yeah, yeah you, on Channel sixty nine, like WFMZ would come into like the Philadelphia. So like every once, you know, like a Harrisburg Senators versus Erie Seawolves. Seawolves. Uh, Why is this on television? I gotta say, I'm, I'm <laughs> it was like the worst broadcast <laughs> quality. Now, like you can buy one of those like green things and. Up, put it up in the outfield and have like nearly broadcast. Like, I'm, in, I'm impressed by your general knowledge of obscure of double garbage. <laughs> I know a lot. I know a little bit, but I know a lot. Like what? What is it? What is that saying? I know it's a uh, an inch deep and a mile wide. Yeah, a yeah. little bit about a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's me. Yeah. Jack of all trades, master of none. 
Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. I can I can have a conversation with you for two minutes about just about anything. Bingo. But after two minutes, game over. I'm useless. Yeah. Yeah. I faked I faked it long <laughs> enough that I can go somewhere else and talk to somebody else. Which is basically how this podcast has gone. We've talked for two minutes about seventeen hundred different random things. You know what I want to talk about? ADD. I want to talk about Tyler when he was in Wilmington. He set up this program, the Judy Johnson. Tom, I, I'm not sure the exact title, but he collected a <laughs> yeah. ton of equipment. Gloves. Yeah, let's balls, talk about good stuff you've hats. done. Let's talk yeah, about. Let's talk right. about you. All we'll right. stop rambling. I don't want to talk fine. about his cool. four point two GPA. He probably had a DMA. Nope. Uh, <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. Nope, we're not going to talk about that time he pulled um, a burning a senior citizen out of a burning building. We're not going to talk about that. that. Which story. time there were like three of them. He, he's very humble, so I don't want to bring that up. He's asked us not to bring it up. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. why we're not bringing it. That's up. That's why we're not going to bring it up. We're not going to talk about it. No. But let's talk about the Judy Johnson program. Yeah, so when I got home from Arizona during COVID and everything, I started just realizing that a lot of players were just not really involved with baseball or just sports in general just because, like, I mean, it was COVID. Nobody wanted to do anything. Like, it was just different. So, I mean, I was just looking around. A lot of a lot of my friends were starting, you know, raising awareness for certain things like social causes. So I was like, you know what? I got the Blue Rocks right here. I th- I wanted to do something on my own. I got me and Chris Fullman, we, we kind of got together and kind of talked about things. And he, he was my coach at DMA. We came up with the idea of just running a baseball clinic for a day or maybe two days, depending on what it'd be. It ended up being a day for all the inner city kids, a lot of kids from Roberto Clemente League, people that couldn't really afford to go out to these baseball camps. And, you know, it wasn't really about showcasing their, their talents. It was just more about putting them in the kind of environment where it was like a showcase so they could kind of get a taste of what it what it was like and we ended up getting a bunch of a lot of volunteers Pedro Swan a bunch of guys from DMA Bobby a lot of people helped out it was awesome we ended up getting about 100 kids out of like 150 kids signing up a lot of people donated we had a maybe over 500 500 different kind of donations so we wanted to pull in a bunch of baseball equipment and stuff from guys that weren't really using it just in case for the players that they didn't have the equipment, we had it on hand. So fortunately, we all the guys ended up having most of the equipment, so we ended up just donating to RBI. It was middle of July, hot as heck. <laughs> I, I, I remember almost passing out twice that day because I'm just like running around <laughs> trying to coordinate everything. July was bad this year too. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was trying to coordinate everything, and it was uh it was it was really good. It was, it was fulfilling. I wanted to keep it going yearly. Uh, Chris tried to keep it going for last year, but I'm pretty sure it rained that day, so they kind of they had to bang it. So, I that's something that I want to keep going after I'm done playing. So that's just I I, I like philanthropy. I like giving back to the community. That's something I want to be a part of. This past year and stuff, obviously I had other things on my plate that I couldn't even get get onto it. I I want to get there so I can give back. So, so like 14, 15 years from now, we'll see you back. Yeah, yeah. Let's. What, um, my legs are still working 14, 15 years. I'll be great. I'll be great, what, man. After, you know, after your career is done in 14, 15 years, mm-hmm. what what do you see for yourself Um. So after the game? Coaching, for sure. I'll be coaching, running running programs. I think the, the facility I work at, Brain and Barrel, uh, Dan Hennigan uh, owns it. And we got a lot of, like, top super talented guys on the East Coast, a lot of Division One commits, a lot of guys that go to D1, some of the best – talent in Pennsylvania alone we also got some guys from Delaware that I brought up Jackson Tyre he he's at University of Delaware now he comes up a bunch went to DMA Dom Joseph he's at Norfolk State right now another young guy that's going to be a stud 
And those are just some of the guys that are like in our building that get accepted to our program. And we just kind of build the analytics and kind of get the real baseball stuff and kind of help them understand what it means. And this is huge now in the game. I mean, the the Orioles just basically hired a guy who ran a, uh, a facility like this to be their like head of minor league development, yeah. right? This is maybe for a few years kind of a fringy thing. Guys would go in the offseason. They'd go to a, a shop with a bunch of guys from random teams, mm-hmm. and they'd do the super slow-mo, and they'd do the, the angle of attack and all this fun yep. stuff. And uh, now it's like super mainstream. If you're not working with one of these training outfits, yeah. you're setting yourself behind. Well, it's just people, it gets a bad rap from the older, old school guys because they don't know what to do <laughs> with it, to be quite honest with you, when they should be learning what it means. Sure. Um, so, like, yeah, it's really easy for somebody to be like, oh, that's that's all nonsense and stuff. But, like, why would I do that when, one, pitchers are doing this and exceeding their expectations when we can do the same thing as a hitter and kind of measure what kind of player you can be or what player you need to be focusing on so like there's like something where we know like for me example for my example uh when i go in to hit when i get warm and get through my routine i'm only focusing on trying to hit the ball with backspin like 15 18 degrees on bp because that's where my my valued contact would be so that's just like something that you can actually measure and kind of perform it in the game and that's just something that's i don't know i'm really passionate about right there i mean i think it's so crazy if you look at any other sport no sport has evolved the way baseball has over the last 20 yeah. years right i mean go back and look at Moneyball, and they're sitting in that room and i mean they're making fun of how they used to evaluate players <laughs> but they're literally talking well i don't know have you seen that guy's girlfriend i don't know if he's a major league baseball player <laughs> and like now you're like well you know I got, I got an 18 degree range where i'm gonna get my yeah. swing plane so i can get optimum launch angle right. and like it's so much more refined mm-hmm. but realistically you're probably getting the best out of athletes that you've ever been able to see right, right. well you're engaging an important muscle and that's your brain. Yeah. Sure. Right. Brain and barrel. Right. Brain and barrel. <laughs> and there it is. That's the, uh, there it is. <laughs> and what Tyler just said for you know in that ten seconds about the 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 angle and the backspin. And I I asked Freddie Galvis something and he goes, See the ball, hit the ball. Yeah, but that's that <laughs> that's but that's the beauty of it. That's yeah. the beauty of it. And I'm sure he was just Exactly. He, but that's the only thing he was taught. Funny. So like Freddie Freddie Galvis, he's got a he's got a d- solid swing. I mean, he's made some money. That's he's what played I mean. in the big league. I, I can't. I have. No, I can't. I can't knock him. I've never. I haven't been there. Where would you? Would been. you like to try to critique Mike Trout's swing and see how that goes for you? <laughs> no, Mike Trout is. He's everything that we the teach. Guy, to be honest with you, he's the like, guy's like uppercut. The toss is terrible. Yeah. Too yeah. much of an uppercut. And they're like, that's what's that Mike. thing on Twitter? Yeah, yeah that's guy? Mike Trout. Yeah. And then the guy responded with, uh, <laughs> like eyeballs, like, oh, that's. No. Uh, but that's that's Mike Trout. I mean, everybody's everybody's brave behind a keyboard and stuff, but they want to talk hitting in person and you know kind of understand what the angles and what exit velocity means and what launch angle is they can talk about it like i i have no problem with talking to people about that stuff it's the people that come and are like well you're teaching that launch angle swing i'm like first off that doesn't make any sense it makes zero sense. teaching that newfangled launch angle like, baseball right just doesn't make sense <laughs> like, we ain't take too kindly to that around here <laughs> well, that's what i'm saying people just don't like change they don't like being obsolete in the game that they love and they understand but like why not progress your knowledge when it's right there speaking of change let's get let's get some hot takes oh jeez. let's get some hot takes from <laughs> oh, you okay geez. the orioles backing up the left field wall at camden yards terrible doesn't like it you don't I like it, it. I hate I hate it. it. I me and my friend that i hit with actually 
he's in the Orioles organization. We were talking about it the other day. It's terrible, terrible move. Don't like it. Don't like it. Don't like it because why? I'm a hitter. Why would I? What's the move in? Why would? Why would? Why would I get deducted? Because the, I mean, the pitching's not good. Like I don't know. I, I don't know what they're. I do is. appreciate that their argument was well. You know, there's been 90 more home runs given up in this ballpark over the last five years yeah. than any other ballpark ever. And I'm like, the pitching's also been dead last in the league for three of those <laughs> Maybe five they years. Maybe should put so. the balls in some climate-controlled humidor. That might help too. <laughs> but that's the beauty of it, though, because all ballparks are different. That's. I mean, what do you want them to drop Fenway's monster? Make it shorter. Cut like, it in half. Doesn't, doesn't make sense. Yeah. All right, I got one. Base is going from 15 inches to 18 inches. I don't even like that's that's something that's like I don't even care about. Like, but once you you'll notice it when you get out there. I know. I like, feel why like why I are will. these bases so big? Yo, is this a problem? <laughs> but they, they can't. <laughs> but I think that the deal is they can't make the switch until after the college baseball season yeah. because they're on different bases. So, mm. so what's the backstory of that is, is it just because they don't want to get hurt like somebody doesn't want to get hurt i, don't, uh, I thought it was you know a, an injury thing like where like in kids baseball they have yeah. like the extended first base in the foul territory line to keep the yeah. kid away but i i think it's it's supposedly speed up the game uh, somebody told me that catchers are more likely to throw a guy out with 18 inch base but i said if your if your bases are closer together if you're an inch and a half that, closer that on that seems slide like yeah. you would yeah, get I don't, you would get sense. to the base faster yeah so I don't know. I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> All right, that's Dewey. Pit, Dewey doesn't like pitch clock. <laughs> now I sound like the old man. That's like, yeah. I don't know, changing. Yeah. I don't like it. Pitch clock. Pitch clocks for pitchers. For pitchers, yes, but like they're so hitter, stupid. Nobody manages it. Yeah. I watched like as a I watch it a Phillies game. I watch a pitch clock expire like yeah. twenty times. I'm like, there's no penalties. No no it's nothing enforced. But that's I don't know. As a hitter, I got my routine so. See, <laughs> ready, ready, ready. I'm three for three on those. Right. <laughs> Robot umps. <sighs> yeah, we. Uh, I'm not. I don't have a Come good on, relationship Mr. with Mr. umpires. <laughs> oh no, no. Yeah, have, robot can't throw you. Have out. you been thrown out of games? Yeah, a couple times. A couple times. Three, this year, a couple times. This past year. In Canada. Yeah. But everyone's so polite. That's a lot. Listen <laughs> here, buddy. All right. Well, so. Okay, then. Our Listen first here, half, guy. we were in Jackson, Tennessee. Because we couldn't cross the borders, mm-hmm. that that place sucked. <laughs> Jackson, Tennessee. Jackson, Tennessee, <laughs> terrible. I don't, where is it? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's maybe like two hours west, two hours east of Memphis. Okay, so yeah. middle of nowhere, Tennessee. It's not good. Yeah, it's not good at all. It, well, another hot take. We got to have an, at least one more. Universal DH. Universal love DH. It. Love it. I love it too. Pitchers batting. Love that. It's stupid. As an American League lifelong fan, I'm sure you as a National There was a point fan. where I liked it just because the strategy was pretty cool to think about. The double switch and all that fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's cool. But I don't like, think I've ever pulled off a successful double switch. Here's the thing. <laughs> um, you can always still elect. I always end your... up with a pitcher playing right field. Yeah. Like it never once. Just hide them out there. Yeah. <laughs> you can always still elect to have your pitcher bat if you want. You don't have, you know, your pitcher could, could take the place of the DH. So yeah. for all those National League purists, just socks you know, or it. stirrups. Socks, stirrups, or eye wash. <laughs> Does anybody really still wear stirrups? The Blue Rocks. Some guys do. Some Blue Rocks really? are st- one of the two professional sports teams to still wear stirrups. That's a part of their normal uniform. They're eye wash. They're uncomfortable too. You just sit on the. I have flat feet, so they move all the time. So uh-huh. personal take. They're messing with you. Yeah, yeah. But when the A's came out in the Bash Brother era, the stirrups oh, yeah, were sick. sewn into the sock. Yeah, that's sick. So like everybody, everybody yeah. wanted the immediate. 
It was an immediate demand for stirrups sewn right. into socks. Yeah. We already talked about the Hall of Fame, so we already know your stance yeah. on the uh, the steroid era. Yeah. Let them in. Uh, yeah, you got only to. if you they're wearing to. only it's if they're wearing the bees on their hats though. Only if they're wearing Boston. <laughs> yeah. or No, nah, I mean, I mean, it was an like you said, it was an era, and the MLB knew about it the entire time. And what about Pete? Stats aside, if you are a garbage human being in real life, mm-hmm. you don't belong in the hall. See, like that's where we I kind of defer because yes, I don't like garbage human beings personally, mm-hmm. but they do work their. They work their butt off, man. Like I, it's as much as it kills me to say. So like, back, so back to Pete Rose. God, you see, like this is this. You're gonna see. Am I gonna get canceled? This is the hot. <laughs> am, I gonna, am I gonna get canceled? Is this where I get canceled here? <laughs> you're you're so right. Like I again, I agree with that. But uh, at the same time, they do work their butt off to get to where they need to be. Uh, so yeah. as much as it kills you to see them in the Hall of Fame. There's also Hall of Famers in there that are all racist, bad, terrible, bad, bad, terrible true. people. So it's it, true. It, if it if it started from scratch and that was the case, great. But yeah. you can't take the all-time hits leader and not put him in the Hall of Fame where the all-time home runs leader. All right, if you had a choice, Apple TV, Netflix, or HBO, or You're actually just Amazon. helping Brian decide which streaming <laughs> service or to Or Disney cancel. Plus. Oh, that's so hard because I'm a big Marvel fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm, I, but I you've like seen them all, right? I know, but you've like, I yeah, need, but they also like have the exclusive shows, right? You got WandaVision on there. It's a good show. Yeah. Uh, what's the one? My favorite. Falcon and Winter Soldier was awful. Yeah. I, I, it, I it wasn't, didn't pull me in. Mm-mm. I liked the Loki. Loki was, Hawkeye was good too. I thought Hawkeye was very good. Yeah. All right, so what is it? Out of the five, which one you can't live without? You didn't even include Amazon Prime. Or he did. He or, YouTube. Oh, did you or YouTube. Or okay. YouTube. Nah, no YouTube TV. That's definitely out of there. Uh, I don't know. I love HBO Max. Yeah. And Hulu. Yeah. They oh, have because I like Rick and Morty. I'm a Rick, Rick and Morty. Morty. So good. I thought that was for kids. No. And then me and my not, kids watching. I'm like, oh my god. What's happening? <laughs> definitely not for kids. That, that was the eight year old. We really need. <laughs> we need a third interdimensional cable. I've oh been, my god. They yes. keep like playing with everyone every year, like they're gonna do it, and then they go a completely. Why different can't route. Bezos buy them all and mush them all together? Into what are you talking about? All the streaming services. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Oh, it's just gonna go back to cable. Yeah. It's gonna be. That's I thought you were talking about Rick and Morty for a minute, and I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. I jumped out of the Rick and Morty conversation. And back and into streaming services. Decided my own conversation. I didn't like where your thread was going. So See, I, yeah, <laughs> I don't know, because like Netflix is just like the staple, so, like. If it had, if they had the office still on Netflix, I'm mm. going with Netflix. Mm. But, I think Peacock, but now it's on Peacock. Peacock is jacked up a lot of things. I don't even know where to buy Peacock. I'm not even going <laughs> to. I'm not even go with that. Google I missed it. the office. Google. I, I'm how, just, to, how to stream Peacock? I don't want to. Do you, what do you, because do you, I'm going to buy. Do you have a console? <laughs> do you have a console or what do you have? PlayStation. Yeah, you have PlayStation. PlayStation. So yeah. it's an app. Yeah, it's an I'm, app. I don't even want to go onto it though. I'm, I'm going to tell myself I don't know where to get it. Don't, so I don't. Don't need it. Don't need another. We we actually have Paramount Plus. I have that. You ready for this? You ready for this? I pay for Motor Trend TV. <laughs> what is it, stream like cars and it's oil car stuff. And stuff? So there's a there's a this this show that was on Netflix called Rust Valley Restorers, and it's these guys who restore old cars up in British Columbia. That's cool. And for the but and it's a, it's up there. It's on History Channel Canada, but in America it's on Netflix. But the fourth season 
they sold it to Motor Trend. And I'm like, well, I got to keep watching Speaking my guys. Speaking of Canada and Netflix. Yes, it sucks. One thing. <laughs> Canadian Netflix is wrong. There's one <laughs> thing that I watched up there that I'm pissed that it's not on anything down here. Um, Mike Tyson Mysteries. Mike Tyson Mysteries. I like Mysteries. cartoons. <laughs> you guys I've, seen that. I've seen that. I it's somewhere it's on. so I, ridiculous, but I it's hilarious. I think it's on like Adult Swim here. Or is it? I, I, I think it. you can get it. Hmm. We'll do some research. We'll let you know. When you said Canadian TV, yeah, I thought of my probably one of my top ten TV shows of all time. Trailer Park Boys. Degrassi High. Oh, Drake. <laughs> Drake as a baby. I saw him standing up at the Super Bowl, and, and I like, wondered how he got out of the wheelchair, and I can't. Because on Degrassi, he plays a kid in a wheelchair. He gets uh, shot. I just, I just binged all of Trailer Park Boys. I couldn't get into that. All my friends, I like stupid humor too. Let me tell you, it's tough because the first couple seasons are done like 2002, 2003, yeah. right? And it's it's hard to go back to like four by three crappy looking TV. But if you stick with it to like the fourth season, yeah, I need to and I say like you know that's tough. Like right? four seasons of twelve. No, I understand. I, that's what I do with The Office. The <laughs> yeah. Office, the first time I was like, what's going on? First for season's like, rough. Yeah, and then yeah. I rewatched it. I rewatched The Office like. 10 plus times sure. at least sure. and when I go back and I'm like you understand the characters you're like oh my god this is literally yeah. genius it's hilarious the, what? Uh, the, uh, when I worked in this one job probably your age the office came out and there was a guy who would work for the NFL Europe and you worked for the Cla- Scottish Claymores and he would say this new office is terrible I hate it and he brought in like DVDs of the Ricky Gervais and he goes I want you to watch this and I was like, it's not even close. Uh, it was good. If you like the BBC type British humor, which is uh, not for everybody. We've been talking for like an hour and a half, so we can <laughs> we can definitely let you go. Yeah, no, it's cool. Awesome. I'm enjoying this. It's cool. cool. Did you were you ever homesick when you were away? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Does Ben Simmons actually play in that game on March 10th? No shot. Can Do you think he tells the I Nets he doesn't want to play? to come watch that game. That's mark this as like the seri- a serious part of the conversation. Yeah. Okay. You said your who who was it your coach? Your your mental health coach? Mental skills. Mental yeah. skills coach. Yeah. Probably talks about like vision yeah. and, and you know, envisioning things. But Ben Simmons' excuse for not playing this last four months yeah. was mental health and he wasn't mentally prepared. And you watched Simone Biles, you know. Yeah tap out of the Olympics because of her mental health and, and other people's mental well-being. Do you think this is – you think Ben Simmons is kind of set back mental health for professional athletes like a yeah, few that's years? Yeah, that's a really good – that's good. Because um, we can honestly, all agree he's using that as an excuse. 100%. Yeah. And that's really – that's sad. Yeah. It's really, like, makes me mad, to be honest with you. So that's sad. I mean, it, that like you said, it might have. But I don't. I think people see that it's not real <laughs> for him. Like it's yeah. just he's just being soft. Well, like, when he's on it, the record of saying I don't want to play here, I don't want right, to play here, right? Then, because he doesn't want to get booed by the fans. Exactly. I, 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 I just don't understand. You are put on a pedestal. They want you to be the best player. They invest everything into you. They're like, yo, just learn how to take a shot. That's it. Nah, I'm not doing that. Would, I'm not doing my job. Yeah. I don't want to do he that. He would man. rather not get millions of dollars than learn how to shoot a free throw. Exactly. It's like, what, so crazy to what's me. What's going on? Yeah. 
like who's in your corner? Who's who's talking to you? And Rich saying, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's it. But that's what I'm saying. Or his dad. What or angle? Or... What angle are you doing? Like what angle are you seeing that from? Like Rich Paul. Like he's cost himself millions of and dollars. At first, it started looking good for him because the Sixers weren't playing well. But mm-hmm. now Embiid just like took over, so they're like, nah, we don't need him. Yeah. <laughs> he's obsolete right now. Speaking cool. of uh, like power power moves by dads in sports, Mellow. Uh, well, I mean, right. Mr. So, Ball. so you, so you had the the ball brand, and for a while, you thought like in the whole Lonzo early era, this is just as awful. This is not going to work out. And then Lamelo turned out to be great. And I guess Fantastic. you know, it's all it's all it's all kind of calmed down. But Odell Beckham Jr.'s dad getting him out of Cleveland, yeah, that's is maybe usually doesn't work out like the that. the dad move MVP. Yeah, I mean, another dad move MVP. Archie Manning and pulling Pete or pulling uh, Eli out of what was the, who was San he Diego? San Diego yeah. and getting him drafted by the Dude, was that Archie? I'm sure he had a lot to do with it. Said, don't don't. I, I think Elway's dad even might have had something to do with, with him, him not playing going for to play baseball Marcos. and yeah. saying <laughs> we got the, the one the GM has these insane notes and he's posted them to what's it called Reddit. Oh, of like, his of his meeting about? notes with Elway and Elway's agent and Elway's family about like trying to get him to come to, or to, you know, seeing if he were going to play baseball or not. It's good stuff. Anyway, anyway, Tyler, you can go. Thank you, Tyler, <laughs> yeah, for coming in. Thanks for having me. I'm guys. sorry uh, for everyone who listens to this. It will be edited, but. <laughs> There's going to be at least 30 minutes of nonsense that we leave on the floor. So maybe one day we'll release the should open uh, with that the jibber jabber, yeah, the yelling of me yelling jibber jabber. Yeah, yeah. So Tyler, thank you for coming. Yeah, in. thanks for having me, guys. And good luck this season, man. Thank you.